Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we are going to talk about expectations and marriage and what to do with them. Yep. Let's do it. Okay, this is an interesting uh, episode today. It's expectations and marriage and what to do with them. This came about, this is Paige's idea completely. It is because we just met with a marriage counselor who we haven't seen in years. Yeah, probably six years. Yep. And we decided to have a little refresher. We are big proponents of counseling and how helpful that is in a marriage. I wasn't until I met Darren. Um, and even in the beginning, sometimes I feel like they just pick at a scab. Well, and, that's their job. Yeah. And I'm like, stop picking out. But um, I think it can be so helpful. And so we decided to meet with our marriage counselor. And one of the things that I really came away with was expectations. And we weren't talking about those expectations for that we have for each other and in our marriage. Yeah, and it's interesting how how you deal with expectations. Sometimes when expectations haven't been met in the past, then you keep lowering them and lowering them, and then you have no expectations. So it's almost this double-edged sword. Do I Am I having too many expectations or not enough expectations? It, it can be tough. Yes. So one of the things that I did, and it was kind of scary. Because I'm so scary. It's very scary. I asked you, what were your expectations for me in our marriage? Then that is a terrifying thing to ask. Why, you say? Because, because what if he says these things and I'm like, oh, I really don't want to do those things. <laughs> like, those are your expectations? <laughs> Bummer, because I don't want to do those things. Well, hey, wait, just a second. Yes. It's tough for me, too, because if you're asked... What are your expectations for me? That's a trap. <laughs> That's a total trap. It's like, uh... You're like, can you write down what you want me to say to yes, this? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, pearls, high heels, and dinner on the table when I get home. Oh, yeah. Those are good ones. Yeah. Those no. are good. Yeah. but Well, especially since I never leave the house anymore. Yeah, that's true. So it, it, it was a scary conversation because... I was even, I was talking to my friend about this conversation that we had and she was like, oh, what did he say? And then we were joking about, I said, well, he said there's just one, he he only has one expectation. And she was like, well, that's not good because he needs to name off like a bunch. So then at least you can be like, hey, I got two out of 10 or (laughs) I, you know, if you only have one, dang, if I'm not meeting that one expectation, that's not good. So yeah, rattle off at least like five so I can be like a 50-50. <laughs> well, it, no, it's a, it's a tough conversation. And if you haven't been open on expectations in the past, this is a really... Okay, you know what we need to talk about, though? What, what? we left out is why what led us to talk about the expectations. I can't remember that long ago. It was because I was feeling um, anxious kind of in oh at home yeah at home oh that's right and i kind of felt like you were even though you have said and done nothing to make me feel this way it is all me really it's not you it's me 
Um, That's true. <laughs> it, it is very true in this case. Um, I think I was like, oh. You were feeling guilty or anxious yes, because. Because you're so busy all the time. Yeah, I'm very, very busy right now. I mean. <laughs> with work and school and. Yeah, Darren's you know working on his papers every day, and he's got work that he's always working on. And you've been sick, and so I've yeah. had to pick up other things that I normally don't pick up. Yes. So I, it was like, oh, Darren's coming to check on me. You weren't checking on me, and I know that you weren't, but yet in my head it was telling me that you were and that I should be just as busy as That's you were. That's not completely true. I was checking that you were feeling okay a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Just because your illness has been pretty chronic for right. some time. So. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're like feeling, well, I'm not feeling like I'm contributing as much as I used to. Right. I'm feeling a little guilty or anxious. And now Darren's checking up on me. Right. Are you doing anything worthwhile? So I'm like sitting on the couch, you know, watching a show. And I hear Darren start to come down the stairs. And I like jump up, start, you know, knitting. No, I'm just kidding. I don't knit. <laughs> start. Oh, I got to pretend I'm doing something. Like that's kind of how I felt. And you were just like, what have I done to make you feel that way? And I'm like, you have done nothing to make me feel this I way. Actually, I did do something. What? I, I stopped expecting things. That's true. Right? And I started taking on more stuff and doing more and more stuff, stressing myself out. Right. And instead of, instead of saying, I need your help, I was taking right. over everything. Yeah. Conveyor belt. That's what our, our uh, counselor said that... We've got to take some things off the conveyor belt. Our life is just on this conveyor belt right now. Yeah. And yeah. So that's what led us to have this conversation. And it was so helpful to have that conversation. Don't you think? Or did oh, you? Yeah. No, no. It was, it, it opened up my eyes to being, I'm, I'm kind of creating a codependency that you can't live without me. And I was kind of, I was kind of creating that, right? Because um, I was taking over everything um, that needed to be done around the house and and everything and not giving you the opportunity to spread your wings anymore like yeah. you used to. But I've just been so worried about you and I need to back off and, and say, hey. And I have to learn to feel comfortable in my own. It's OK if I sit down to read a book or to watch a show like it's OK. I have to give my permission I have to give myself permission to do those things. Like, you know what? I've been productive today. Now it's okay for me to sit down. And for some reason, because I know that you're so busy, for some reason, I feel like I have to be at the same level of busyness. And you know what? No one should be at your level of busyness. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> it's it's very busy. It's very, oh, it's it's very, very busy. busy. I, I agree. And not everybody can handle that. No, you that can, that is true. I can you handle, can handle that. I can't handle that. And... No. Yeah, and I was feeling guilty that I couldn't handle that and trying to make things up to do. Anyway, so that's where this all came from. Now that everybody knows our business. So it's interesting because you found an article, a really good article, on successful ways to manage expectations in marriage. Yes, well, hold on. What? Oh, what? I think people want to know, do we want to share what our answers were with expectations or is that too private? No, we can share. Go ahead. I mean, we don't have to share if you don't want to. No, no, let's share. I, everyone knows everything anyway. <laughs> we're an open book, pretty much. Well, we're open Except until... Except for that one thing. We're open right. until we're shut, and then we're really shut. But. Yeah. 
Anyway. There you go. Okay, so I asked you first. I said, Darren, what are your expectations of me? And I was like gripping the chair, frightened out of my mind about what you were going to say. Like if your expectation was. And I was afraid to say anything (laughs) at all. Oh, boy. So were you telling me the truth? Yeah. You were telling me the truth? Yeah. No, seriously. This is no, the- my first thing was, I don't really have a lot of expectations out of you. That's, what's my, that's what I said at first, right? Yes. And then I was like, come on. Give me something. So then right. you did. And I said, well, I mean, we already know I can't do laundry very well. That wasn't your expectation. No, my expectation was to be loved and to be desired. That yes, was, that yeah. is what you said. You said, I want you to love me. And I felt like that was such a broad answer, though. But that's all I need. I know. But you know what I mean? I was like, can we break it down? Break it down. That's what we like. Break it down. That's what Let's you said. Break it down. Break it down. <laughs> break it down. <laughs> all right. And then, and then what did it end up with? I can't remember now. We didn't really break it down. Yeah, see? There you go. Well, some of the things we can't say on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we mean, people. But, um, yes, you want. it is important for you to be loved and wanted by me. That is your number one expectation. That's my number one expectation. Yes. And I was like, sweet. I got, I got this. You got one thing. I got this. I got this. Yeah. That's how I felt. I was like, woohoo. But no, and you, you actually, you talked, we talked a lot that night and you were, you said you need to feel comfortable in our home. This is our home. You need to feel comfortable. You need. And so we talked about how I can, um, get to a point where I feel comfortable sitting down and reading a book. Or well, and I think we came up with a couple things. One thing was did. is that you didn't have you have you have a couple friends that they have a punch list that they go through every day, and when they're done, then they're done, and they can move on to what they want to do. It's right? true. Yeah, one of my done. friends was just like, yeah, you know, I needed to do laundry. They did it. You know, whatever the list is. She's not a working mom. I also have friends that are working moms that have lists too. But this friend is not a working mom, and she was just like, you know, I needed to do this, 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 and this. Guess what? I got it done, and now I can sit down and read a book. And I was like, wow, because I don't have that kind of list, I never feel like I can do that. So you started making lists, which I, I think is wonderful. I did. I started making a little, I got a little app, and I started making, uh, this is what I want to accomplish tomorrow, and give myself some freedom that when I do accomplish that, I can sit down and relax and because i think what was happening was you were relaxing but the whole time being anxious and then yes. feeling bad about it yes and it got stuck in this yes cycle probably caused my diverticulitis diverticulitis one of the things is stress and i'm like it's so stupid that i'm yeah that i have a husband that's so supportive and of me sitting down and reading a book and i'm not letting myself do that yeah. it's so dumb so okay and then i and then, and then what were your expectations of me i said there was one there's really more but I only told you one that night. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. You can't? No. Oh, I said the one, the one main thing for me is that you provide for our family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. For you to be the, that, that is such a stress to take, that is taken off of me, that you take off of me, that is just, I'm so grateful for that. But oh, of course, there's that. other things that we could talk about, yeah. but we could talk about. No, we don't need to. <laughs> Like, hey, my socks have been going in the hamper for oh, years Oh, no, now. it's nothing like that. But I'm just like, <laughs> like in the same vein that you were saying, well, you want to yeah. be loved and desired. I, 
I we've talked about this before. Yeah. I have to be married to somebody that is crazy about me. Like I'm I, crazy. I know. I know you're crazy. Are you crazy about me? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So as soon as you stop being crazy, then I gotta I gotta make you crazy again. <laughs> well, you do a good job at that. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to talk about the article, Five Successful Ways to Manage Expectations in Marriage. Um, go to our blog and take a look. There's a link there, and you can get um, access to the the first, uh, our primary source. Okay, sounds good. So, number one. Communicate. Communicate. This is where we fell apart. This is where we were not communicating. And why? why do you think we weren't? Were we afraid to have that conversation? Um, maybe, or just life got really busy, and we didn't. And we talked about this on our on our show before. We need to schedule time aside to do these things. It's true. And we and we didn't. Yeah. And because of that, we ran into a problem. Yeah. So communicate, communicate, communicate. So yeah, it says in that article that if you can really grasp how to communicate, you'll see an immediate increase in met expectations. Oh, don't we all want met expectations? Well, and I, th- I think what's what's cool about this is the more that you communicate, if you have a common, or a, not a common, a, a, a set time when you're doing it, once a month or whatever, then you don't have the big conversation about you're not meeting my expectations. Right. You know, on having the house clean or and then someone's feelings get hurt. Instead, it's, hey, how are we doing as a couple um, as far as managing the house, our relationship, whatever it may be. Right. So having that conversation more often is is better. Now, it can't be a, you didn't do what I told you to do conversation. Right. No. And that's the problem. I think a lot of times with, when we use this word expectation, the world today is like, how dare you have expectations of me? I am, I am who I am and you can't tell. And I- We were worried about even using the word expectations, We were, because right? I was like, oh my gosh, are people going to be like, oh, your husband has expectations for you? Um, well, yes, I do. You can say that you don't have expectations for each other, but you do. We all do. So just break down those walls and admit that you do. Now that doesn't mean that when they say, "Well, here's my top 10 here's list, my list. <laughs> of expectations," that you go, "Oh, well, I'm going to get right on that." It has to, you, the communication has to be better than that. It has to be what it, what is really important to you. Well, and that goes on to the next thing that they talked about in the article, which yes. is needs versus wants. Right. There are specific needs that you have in your relationship and in managing household because if you're in a really you're managing household. Right. Yeah, I mean that's just how it is. There's yeah. there's just practical things that just need to get done. Right. Right. So let's talk about needs versus wants. You know, it was interesting the author of this article talked because I was just like, huh, I wonder exactly what that means. And she said, Imagine or not even imagine, but just you go on vacation or you're planning a vacation and you have certain things you want to do on vacation and he has certain things he wants to do on vacation. So she was saying, now, what are the needs? So what do you need to make your vacation happy? So she was saying her and her husband just planned a vacation and her needs to her basic needs that she really, really needed to make a fun vacation was a nice hotel. Um, she wanted to eat at nice restaurants and have a nice, yeah, it was like a nice pool at the hotel. Like those were her basics for, now her wants were, she really wanted to have a massage 
And she really wanted to go, I think, on a helicopter ride or something like that. Those were her wants. And so she says, you know, those have to be compromised and talked about. And then the need, you, so you can talk, come together and say, these are my needs. These are your needs. Now that's a vacation. That's something different. But do you know what I mean? Like, so these need to be met. These are the needs. And the wants are, if we So can, if, if your needs are a lot more than your wants, you got some problems, right? I mean, you can't have a whole list of expectations that are all needs. Oh, I see what you're saying. Gotcha. Otherwise, you're not yeah. compromising. You're just saying, in order for me to function, you need to do all these right. things for me. That, right. that doesn't go over well. No, at all. no, no. And you have to be like, yes, no one can be a, a tyrant or a right, right uh, dictator. You have to be reasonable. You have to be a reasonable person. But I thought that was reasonable. Like I thought the vacation thing was was a, a good example. Hotel, yeah, like a, a nice pool. hotel, yeah, a, a good... pool, and you know some good food. Those were her. Now, needs. do your needs and wants ever change? Of course. So that's why you have to meet often, right? To talk that's, about yeah, that goes back to number one, communicate, right? Yeah. So, yeah. do you feel like what do you you feel like we do good on the needs versus wants? No, I don't think we have. I mm-hmm. because I think the things that I needed were I kind of put aside. Yeah. Okay. And change those to wants, and then I was doing what the next um, thing was. It was I was controlling everything. I was I was just taking care of everything, and and I was not. I had no expectations of you. Right. Because, well, primarily because you've been sick. Right. And I was feeling guilty about some of my needs. You know what I mean? Like my needs were, I needed, you know, I needed to rest. I can't be, you know what I mean? As active as I was and I need to take care of my body. And, and I was feeling guilty about, you know. Not, not doing what you were able to do before. right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, and then that made you more kind of depressed or anxious. Yeah. And then that, so, and the reason we didn't talk about it and we should right. have talked about it because if we did, then we wouldn't have had the situation that we were in, which was you feeling anxious and me feeling overwhelmed. Right. And me going, gosh, Darren's just always checking on me. Well, which I wasn't, which you weren't, but yeah. that was because we weren't communicating our needs and effectively yeah. Yeah. yeah yep all right so let's go to the third one here okay. um, the third one is let go of control and don't control others and this is you know when we think of this we first think of you're gonna do what i tell you to do and that's that's uh the outward control there's an inward control that's very different well trying to control your spouse and what they do or how they behave or that is, that's never, that's never going to turn out well for you. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not. But controlling the whole situation, controlling what's going on in the house all the time, is another thing you got to be careful of. Right. So I don't agree with some, some of the things that the author put in, in this um, section, I, I don't really agree with, but it talks about, you know, the cycle of undermet goals and, um, yeah, con- you know, but it, I do agree with don't, don't try and control your spouse and you've got to let go of things that aren't in your control. Um, you know, I just had a conversation with, you know, our son, Sam about this. He was upset that everyone around him was getting COVID. <laughs> yeah. We've had he, COVID go through the house. COVID has gone through the house. <laughs> And, you know, oh, not everybody's being as, you know, safe as he is because he's, he, he just would die to think that 
he got anybody sick with COVID. Like he's very sensitive about that. And so he, but some people aren't. And I said, you can't control other people and their actions. All you can do is control your actions and your feel, you know, can't even control your feelings, but he can control his actions. And hopefully him controlling himself and showing that it's concerning for him, people around him can see that. But he, I had to say to him, you can't control what other people do. And, and he was having a hard time expressing it goes back to that communication. He was having a hard time expressing in a positive way um, how he was feeling and said he would he would just get upset. Yeah. Um, so that that ties into this don't control. And like what I was doing, I because um, you were sick and I stepped in and took over control of everything going on in the house. Except basically. the laundry. Except the laundry. I, I can't do that yet. No. I'm going to have to. Yes, yeah, yeah, because I can't lift anything over over five pounds or do anything. I can't do movements like that. Yeah, so Paige has her I'm surgery so in a couple weeks, and um, so yeah, it's I'm gonna getting, be. I, I'm before surgery. I'm gonna hide all red things. <laughs> uh, we may have to buy a whole bunch of new clothes in two months, but that's okay. That's okay, and you know what? I'm glad you said that. Guess what? That would be okay. Yeah. If a batch of laundry gets ruined, people, I. Women need to listen, especially to this. <laughs> it's okay. I have been on the other side of this where I like lost it because Darren ruined one load of laundry when he was taking care of everybody in the house. We've talked about this before. And that was def- I mean, I, that was definitely projecting <laughs> my sickness and not feeling well onto you and my lack of control. I was just projecting that onto you. But yes, it no big deal. No big deal. If a load of laundry gets ruined... No big deal. There's bleach. There's other things. Pink is a pink is a very in color right now. <laughs> no big deal. Like we've got to let things go. Okay, the last two in this article were don't assume and find things you're grateful for, or in other words, gratitude. So let's talk first about don't assume. Oh my goodness, I think. Most women and you know, women might get mad at me for saying this, but I think we we do that. We is we want we assume that our husband or our spouse or our boyfriend, whatever it is, we assume that they know. You should know. You should know what my oh, no no. It's needs not are. just women. Men men go through the same. Oh, do you thing do the too? same oh, thing? Oh yeah. Absolutely. So you assume that we know what you want and what? Yeah, we're pretty simple beasts. That's true. So we assume that you you can see. When we're physically upset, maybe we had a, a, a rough day at work or maybe uh, we're stressed about kids or whatever. I'm horrible at hiding anything. You are terrible. So we would assume that you can see that. So you see that. Why don't I do I have to tell you? Right. So I think that goes both ways. OK. Yeah. So in this. Yeah. In this don't assume meaning. Don't assume that they know exactly what you want or exactly how you want them to. Sometimes we literally just need to say, okay, this is how I'm feeling and this is what I need from you right now. Don't assume that they know what. And it may be different than the expectation that you have already established. Right. Um, That that can change. Yeah. Uh, Because, hey, things are different. But yeah, assumptions, 
I think we spend a lot of our life making assumptions. And in fact, every sitcom, every rom com out there has assumptions in there that cause them. It's the typical, you know. Oh yes, I always say cue, cue the misunderstanding. Yeah, right. It's like, it's like watching a Hallmark movie. Yes. Oh, here we go. Here's okay. Cue the misunderstanding. Uh huh. And that was really his his sister. He was kissing. Yeah. What? Well, good night. Oh, kiss like on the on, on the, the cheek. cheek or something. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And yeah, she assumes it's his long lost love, and yeah. So assumptions are well. She has she has in her article that she like broke down the anyway to a swear word, but anyway, <laughs> assumptions are bad. Let's just say that assumptions are bad. So that goes back to communication. Communication. So if you are having the worst day or whatever, and you're just going, I can't believe that. Uh, my spouse or my boyfriend isn't treating me the way that I need to be treated or, or giving me what I need, S- pull them aside and say, listen, I this is how I'm feeling right now, and I need this from you. Can you please give that to me? Or is it okay to say, I'm assuming you're feeling this way? Like if I can't understand, if I can't read you or something like, is it safe for me to say, I'm assuming you're you're upset with me right now, or is that a bad bad place? I think to go? that's a bad because then you go, why would you assume that? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, don't do that. So I mean, I, I have. You, so, what about the person that's doing the assuming? I mean, what do we do? Because there's assuming he doesn't understand me, right. but there's also I want to understand where she's coming from right. or he's coming from. I have to make some assumptions. Once again, take them aside and say, "All right." This I feel like there's some tension here in this situation. Tell me, tell me how we can, you know, better handle this. What What are you feeling? This is how I'm feeling. How What are you feeling? It, it just all goes back to communication, yeah. right? Okay. But yeah, I can just see that though. Oh. Well, I, I'm assuming that I'm you, assuming you're um, upset with me. Yeah. Because, <laughs> Good uh, assumption, Sherlock. I, I crashed the car. <laughs> well, yeah, you Great don't assumption. need an assumption for that one. That one's pretty clear. So. Yes. Common sense comes into a lot of it. Yes, it does. Okay, the last one is gratitude. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of gratitude. Same. And you know me. I the glass is half full. The glass is not half empty. Um, I don't think living in regret or any of that is healthy for anyone. So So I mean it, we we've had whole episodes on gratitude. But right. the, the key here is just take a moment and look at the wonderful things that you have in your life. You can find what you're looking for. If you're looking for something, oh, my life is so horrible, you're going to find it, guaranteed. Absolutely, absolutely. If you're looking for your significant other to upset you, guess what? They will. You will find it. You will, when you're nitpicking and looking for all those little tiny, they're there. They are. Like you, and you have to look back and go, hey, remember when that didn't bug me that they... <laughs> well, someone recently... I, I was listening to another person's podcast and it was about... Um, what? I know. I, I don't know why you would I, do that. But anyway. I was sitting on an airplane. Okay. So, and they were mentioning the things that used to drive me crazy about... It wasn't a podcast. It was people in the airport. These two men that were widows. They were, um, they were in some support group. I forgot to tell you about it. This was fascinating. They were talking about their spouse, their ex, uh, their former spouses that had passed away. Okay. And they go, the things that used to drive me crazy about her, I miss so much. Oh. I went, oh my goodness. Well, I mean, that just made me kind of cry. I'm a, I'm a, 
You're a crier. I'm anyway. a crier yeah. anyway. So rem- look at the look at the positive on things. Look for what you have in your relationship, in in your life, in your house, your kids, or whatever it is. Right. Find the positive. It will change your perspective completely. It will. And if you are feeling like, you know, I'm just not getting any of my needs met. I'm not getting um, any of my expectations met. Um, find, think of the things in your spouse that you love about them and you care and, and that have made you care about them. And if you focus on that and then start showing them gratitude and love it will turn around and it come will. back to you. Uh, lemonade moment of the week. We have COVID in our house. <laughs> it started with Madeline a couple weeks ago, and then our nephew Andrew, who's living with us, got it, and then Sam got it. And then on top of that, David had a wisdom teeth emergency where he had his wisdom teeth pulled on Friday. So we're not going to talk about So in all of that chaos and quarantines and kids not going to school and uh, Andrew missing work, we don't have COVID. No, we did not get COVID. We stayed out of it. We have quarantined. We have worn masks in our own house. We... Walk around with a uh, spray can of lice. Well, and there's a couple reasons why we were so, I mean, in a way I was like, oh, just get it and get it over with. But you had a business trip that you were going on that was very, very important. important. Yeah. I have a girl's trip next week and then I have my surgery. But more important is your surgery. You yes. cannot get COVID. I can't get COVID before my surgery. So we were taking extra precautions, but yeah. So So there's the lemonade. We are healthy. <laughs> And amidst amidst uh, the turmoil of <laughs> sickness around, I feel like wearing a hazmat suit, but I don't have to anymore. I don't have any important business trips for another month. That's so, right. but I can't get it because surgery. We still have to be careful. Right. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. But most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm -hmm.